do I really need a website? Is having a social media presence enough? Or should my business be a particular size before I invest in a website design? In today's episode, these are the questions I'm addressing. dreams of growing a trade business using tools like social media, website, and email? Do you want to learn how others have done it? Then make sure you subscribe to The Digital Apprenticeship. I'm your host, Stephanie Trinder, digital marketer with almost 10 years experience. When I was eight years old, my dad lost his building business and declared bankruptcy. He didn't have access to the business resources we do today, and digital marketing was a foreign concept. This inspired me to use my skills to teach tradies like you how to achieve business success using short, really actionable digital marketing tips and tricks. Welcome to The Digital Apprenticeship. This episode is brought to you by my free Shortcut to Digital Marketing ebook with 20 really practical digital marketing tips you can implement for your trade business. Grab them at thedigitalapprenticeship.com.au forward slash ebook. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Digital Apprenticeship Podcast. In today's episode, I'm answering a surprisingly common question and that is, do I need a website? It's not just a question that I get a lot, it's also something that I hear people quite confidently say and there's usually four justifications for not having a website. Number one, they already have a social media presence. Number two, they're a small business so they can't justify a website right now. Number three, they just don't have the budget for a website. And finally, number four, they're already busy, so why would they bother? In today's episode, I'm going to discuss each of these four reasons, and hopefully by the end of today's show, you'll have a good idea whether you need a website or not, and if you already have a website, you'll be more clear on what purpose a website serves for your business. Okay, without any further delay, let's get into today's show. Starting with social media, I can understand why some people might think they don't need a website because they have a social media presence. After all, Facebook is the largest social media platform in the world, YouTube being the second largest search engine and Instagram being a highly visual platform that serves as a brochure for many businesses. The reality is, though, that your social media platforms should promote your website and definitely not replace it. This is because social media is the handshake between you and your potential clients. It's the introduction where people get to know more about your businesses and browse your services. In fact, 54% of social media visitors use the platforms to research products. 
it's not necessarily where they go to decide to purchase from you then and there. Secondly, you don't control social media. You don't own your followers or the content that you produce, and you certainly can't control the user experience. Think about it. It's quite easy to log into Instagram, search for a particular business, and then all of a sudden you've been on the platform for four hours and you're looking at Reels. With a website, you can control the user experience to some degree. You can logically sort information so customers have clear and easy access to the answers to their questions. Whereas on Instagram or Facebook or any other social media platform, it can be quite difficult to find those answers. Quite often, the potential customer will have to dig through your feed, look through your posts, and that's even assuming they're going to go to that effort. Quite often, they won't. You're also subject to the possibility of being hacked banned, deleted, or censored. And this really goes back to not having control of your social media platforms. I can think of several people and businesses that have been hacked or deleted or censored over the last several years. And you only have to think to these COVID times, which we're currently going through, and a lot of the content that has been deleted or censored and that you don't have access to because the platforms have prevented you from accessing that information. Social media is improving the e-commerce experience with features like the Instagram shop and the Facebook shop. However, they're, they're more geared towards physical products than services at the moment. Unlike social media, your website is a platform that you can control. You can control the user experience and the way that you display information and you don't have to worry about reach or algorithms. The second reason why someone might not invest in a website is because they think their business is too small. In fact, a website can make your business appear larger than it is and make it look professional, credible and legitimate. Many people, myself included, will cross-check a business with their website to see that they've invested in their online presence, they look professional, because they believe that this will transfer into their services. We're humans, that's just how we operate and how we think. As small business owners, growth in every area of business is important to us. So getting our brand in front of more people is a part of that equation. By having your own piece of real estate on the World Wide Web, you're getting your business in front of people who are already out there searching for your services. According to Google, four out of five consumers use search engines to search for local business information, such as the services that they offer, their hours of operation, and their location. Unless you have a website, you're missing out on this organic traffic. SEO, which is the process for improving the quality and quantity of website traffic, drives an astonishing 1,000% more traffic than organic social media. 
60% of marketers say that this inbound traffic, so a combination of that SEO and blog content, is their highest quality source of leads. This means that the people who are finding their website through these avenues are more likely to convert into paying clients than any other form of lead. Two other ways a website helps you to grow as a small business is by providing you with insights into your website traffic, what pages are people looking at the most, how long are they staying on your website, and also by providing you with a snapshot of your demographic through Google Analytics. So you can actually see what kind of people are interested in your services. This is important for making future decisions about your business and your marketing efforts. Secondly, it also provides you with the opportunity to use paid advertising, such as Google or Facebook ads, if that's a part of your growth strategy. To backtrack a little bit and just touch on the blog content, there are literally millions of blogs being published every single day. Now, for a lot of industries, it's been overdone, but for the trade industry, there's still a great opportunity for you to create high-quality, unique blog articles that will attract the right person to your website. A website for a small business is a tool that will make you look professional and help you to grow by getting you in front of organic traffic and providing you with the insights and opportunities that you wouldn't otherwise have. The third reason that someone might not have invested in a website just yet is because they don't have the budget for one. Guys, I'm going to be really frank here and say if you don't have the budget for a website, you don't have the budget for your licenses or your tools. You need to think of it as an asset to your company because it is just that. And if you're still struggling with the idea of the financial investment to build a website, have a think about how expensive it would be or how much you would pay someone to fill the role that a website provides. How much would you pay someone to be available 24-7 to give your customers the information that they need? I'm guessing it would be a lot more expensive than a website build. Your website doesn't need to be complicated. It can be as simple as a one-page design as long as it conveys who you are, what you do, and what problem you solve for your client. It also needs to be user-friendly, easy to navigate, and mobile responsive. And what I mean by that is it displays correctly on mobile and handheld devices. Mobile-friendly websites also appear higher in search rankings because Google prefers mobile-friendly website designs. And that's not surprising since 52.2% of website traffic worldwide comes from mobile phones. More searches are on mobile phones than desktop. If you're looking to get a website designed, you can head to thedigitalapprenticeship.com.au and head to the shop. We offer three different tiers of website design, starting with that single page website. 
Finally, number four, another reason why a business might not have a website is because lucky them, they're already busy. The reality is we just don't know what's coming next. Take COVID-19, for example. Social distancing has caused us to question the way that we socialize, how we shake people's hands and welcome them into our homes. It's also shriveled up revenue streams. This year in 2020, we saw a lot of bricks and mortar businesses move their services online. Not only does having a website act as a fail-safe, but it also saves you time. The way it does this is by answering frequently asked questions online and having them available for your customers to see on your website, you're avoiding those customers from needing to contact you and filling up your inbox or taking up your time on the phone. It also filters out people who aren't ready to work with you or who aren't aligned with your business. By providing as much information as you can on your website, the visitors can make the decision then and there whether or not they want to take that next step with you and organize a quote, for example. If you're already busy, a website will help you prepare for the unknown and save you time. This week, I shared an infographic in the Digital Apprenticeship Facebook group, and although I can't show that to you now, I wanted to share it with you, and I'll link to it in today's show notes so you can have a look for yourself. It's at thedigitalapprenticeship.com.au forward slash 12, and what the infographic demonstrates is that organic search remains the dominant source of trackable website traffic. So 53% of website traffic is from search engine optimization, so related to your website. That's followed by 15% being from paid search. So you can think of Facebook ads or Google ads. And finally, only 5% of website traffic comes from organic social media. And that has remained at 5% since 2014. This infographic was based on 2019 data, so it's still relevant and still goes to show the power of having an online presence And I think too, it demonstrates that social media, although it still has a place, it's only a small piece of the pie. That's it from me today. As you have heard, the answer to if you need a website is a resounding yes. If you would like a website design or update, you can head to thedigitalapprenticeship.com.au and browse the shop. That's it for me this week. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be so grateful if you left me a rating and review on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe while you're there. I release a new podcast episode every Tuesday. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll chat to you next week. (laughs) 